Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Dudes Behind the Motherfucking Foods. I'm Tim Motherfucking Chantarangsu. And I'm David Motherfucking Chantarangsu. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, we've bonded over the years, huh? Yes, we, we have. We're one being yeah. now. Dudes. Behind the foods. And then Jesus, lover of my soul. Jesus, I will never let you go. You're taking me from the miry clay. You put my feet upon the rock. And now I know I love you. I love you. I need you. <laughs> you got the background and shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Cheers to God. Mm-hmm. God has my back. Glory to God. Jesus is my homeboy. And uh, what a glorious day. We both brought burgers and fries for each other. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, man. Um, I actually brought this spot. If you guys are out in L.A., I'm not sure if Tommy's has actually expanded outside of like Los Angeles or the area. I don't know. I just know it to be when I'm in Hollywood, I get some chili cheese fries from Tommy's. Exactly. So <laughs> Tommy's is known for their chili cheese fries, their chili everything burger, anything else. They've been around since I think like the 1960s. Mm. And they kind of had the same model as In-N-Out where you can't franchise it. Oh. So it's all like family run and own. Um, I'll tell you this though, drunk as fuck, this right here is the shit. Chili cheese fries, you know, I'll tell you what, when I first had Tommy's for the very first time, I was like, I was so caught off guard by just, it's just chili and cheese and fries. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I feel like when you don't grow up eating chili cheese fries, you're like, what is this, right? Like why? Yeah. And then one day it's like, oh yeah, you're drunk. You just need something in your tummy, something greasy, something filling. Tommy's hits. Okay. Well, speaking of fries, um, you... You can't have In-N-Out without the classic animal-style fries. Animal-style fries for you non-Californians out there or people who have never had In-N-Out. Number one, stop shitting on In-N-Out fries. They are how fries are supposed to be. It is just borados. So look, this is why I wanted to bring In-N-Out today because there is such a... um, 
in and out is so divisive you feel me and yeah. people are so passionate about it because it's hyped up so much by the people that love it the motherfuckers that don't like it are like oh y'all are tripping out there in and out is so overhyped that shit is gross that shit is mid well i'm here to tell you you're stupid you're stupid <laughs> and guess what your mother never loved you your mother never loved you. Uh, you have a, a stupid-looking belly button. Yeah. <laughs> you have a very undesirable-looking belly button. And your teeth are rotting, you fucking fucks. You got a dead tooth in the back of your mouth. You have no idea why your breath stinks. Even though you should buy a Goody Brand tongue scraper, which we dropped last week. Fantastic. They are copper. They are dishwasher safe. A lot of people don't scrape their tongues. You got a bunch of muck on your tongue that you don't even know about. Trust me, the first time I scraped my tongue, I was shocked by the gunk that was coming off that shit. So make sure you go to GoodyBrand.com. Get you a tongue scraper. Yeah, you muck ducks. You little mucky ducks. Okay, so I wanted to bring some in and out because also I wanted to um, ask you... And I'll bring out my fries to battle it. Yes. I want to, because I feel like people always say, oh, you, you, when y'all are in and out, you got to modify it like 30 different ways to make it good, which is not true. I actually just like the fries straight up. when they And they, by the way, too, uh, at in and out you don't have to ask for fresh fries because it's always fried fresh. Nothing is frozen at in and out Yeah. So, like. The thing about it, too, when you look at In-N-Out, right, the people are like, oh, I've had way better burgers. I'm not saying it's the best burger. I'm mm -hmm. saying that everything they make there is fucking fresh. Mm -hmm. It's freshly made every time, and it's still considered fast food. That's that's nuts. It is, like, the best fast food you can get. Um, smash okay, so burger, too. They smash that shit. I'm wearing a mask because I have, I've been eating cheese lately, and I kind of broke out on my chin, dude. I got it's like just one. It's just one little. thing. It's like one, and then this one's kind of sprouting a little bit. But we gonna have some cheese today. <laughs> I'm gonna like, give me a bite. I don't care. I'm gonna give me a bite. I'm gonna give me my little animal style bite. You know what I'm saying? You got the spread on top. You got the grilled onions. You got the cheese. Mm -hmm. And over here on this side, after I try. Mm-hmm. You guys say this right here got those caramelized onions, the melted cheese, the the special animal style sauce, the mm -hmm. special sauce. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hey, what's wrong with that? You can't go wrong. And for the people that say In and Out fries taste like cardboard when they're plain. You You're, gotta get them. You can get them like well done, well done, or medium well, or light well, all types of shit. I like the light well. It's a add, makes them a little crispier. That's my shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, you got the bacon on the chili cheese I fries too. I put the too? bacon on the chili cheese fries, dude. Wow. In and out's interesting, man. Like I understand, like we're so used to like the processed fries. This is literally straight up. They cut the fries and they throw it in a fryer. Mm -hmm. That's how fucking their fries are made. Ooh, that's nice. That's nice. Look, here's what I like to do. Um, you ever put? Oh, they didn't give me any ketchup. I like to put ketchup on my chili cheese fries. Oh. Sometimes I even put a little ranch on my chili cheese fries. I don't well, know about you. Let me tell you something. Is dude. that blasphemous? I think you're a little idiot. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, I'm gonna mm -hmm. get one more. Um, okay. switch. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you remember. A couple weeks ago, I asked you what your ideal In-N-Out order was. <gasps> And that's because I was going to surprise you with some In-N-Out. And I told you it was because I was doing like a little video. What's every, how does everybody order the In-N-Out? But I just wanted to surprise you. Oh, well, you know what, Tim? This is a nice guy, man. <laughs> I never, ever do anything for everybody. <laughs> this guy right here. In-N-Out, too, is like an important thing because I remember just eating In-N-Out with my family. Because number one, it was like the fast food that my parents would allow me to eat. Mm, really? Yeah, because they didn't like me to eat like McDonald's and all the bullshit. But In-N-Out, they loved it. Interesting. Because it was fresh. My parents didn't really know about In-N-Out until I was like older and going in and out with the homies all the time. And then they were like, what is this? What is the? What is this all about? You know? Because my parents love McDonald's. <laughs> my parents were oh, all about Oh, for reals. Oh, my mom used to fuck up a filet fish That was her shit, dog. <laughs> my mom used to fuck the employees. <laughs> <laughs> my mom loved McDonald's so much, she used to suck off the dudes at the cash register for a chicken McNougat. <laughs> He's <laughs> gonna walk in. One of the employees looks like you. You're like, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And my dad would jack off by the fries and go, yeah. <laughs> I um, would watch Tim all the time, Tim. So I also have some regular fries, some light well fries here. Look at this crispiness. 
Did you hear the crisp? You hear that crisp? It's oh. just morados. Delicious. Oh. Delicious. How? How can you hate this? It's like the people that don't like original flavored chips. Mm-hmm. 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 That's what it tastes like. It mm-hmm. tastes like delicious fresh fried lace chips. Just some potatoes and some salt. That's all you need. Oh, oh. You got the what is this what? Medium well or medium? That is a light well. Oh, Tim. This is the shit. This is how you do it. Okay. And your burger. So tell the people how you order your in and out burger. I like to get mine animal style. I forgot to do that. But here you go. <laughs> With peppers. <laughs> so, oh, I forgot that too. So, but, yeah, I was like, hey, I asked you, I asked you so I could surprise you. Okay, so, <laughs> I, I want to know what you do for Chia's anniversary <laughs> presents. <laughs> this whole fucking sucks. That's hella funny. He legit said on this podcast, I asked you so I could surprise you, but I got the exact opposite of what you wanted. Okay. So here's what happens, right? <laughs> I, um, sometimes when I'm. I just forget. There's two specific things. I forgot that. And then peppers. I also forgot that. So okay. it's just a regular. <laughs> a regular double double. But well, what happens is with the people that I, um, am constantly texting, like you and Rick. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to just clear out my text messages. So, like, I'll go through my shit and I'll just delete stuff. And then so I've, I, I, and then I was going to go back to my thread and see what your order was. And I had deleted it. I didn't want to ask you again so close to the shoot day because mm-hmm. it would have given it away. Yeah. So I pulled up. I was like, I know he wanted a double-double. And then, but I was like, ah, David don't fuck with the spicy too much. He probably didn't want the peppers. And I was like, did he say animal style fries or animal style burger? I was like, Ugh, I can't remember. I'm going to just get animal style fries. <laughs> it was both. <laughs> God damn it. Well, here. Here's some chilies on the side. Mm-hmm. So what a lot of people don't know is at In-N-Out, you can ask for chopped chilies on your burger. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can get chopped chilies on your animal style fries. Um, I didn't know that until probably I was like in college when someone put That's me on to that. And um, It's delicious. It is the best. Oh, shit. I have, chili- I have other chilies here. Oh, extra chili. More chilies. Oh, more chopped chilies. Oh, or ch- 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 yes, pepperoncinis. Yes, the not yet chopped chilies. So the way I get my burger is, um, since I'm off cheese, I do a uh, a double double would be double meat, double cheese. I do mm-hmm. a double meat. Um, add chopped chilies. Ooh. And I do. You can add a whole grilled onion. And so I actually add the whole grilled onion and I add the whole raw onion. Oh, both. Yeah, I do both. You're a double dipper. It's a, I'm a double onion boy. Yeah. So this is a double meat, whole raw onion, whole grilled onion, add chopped chilies. Sometimes I go animal style. Oh, shit. That's a lot harder than I remember. I told you, fool. That's why I was like, <clears throat> he can't handle that shit. And then, um, mm-hmm. 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 And then you just, and that's how it goes. And then here, I'm just going to, just going to get a flavor here. And oh, oh, and I always ask for a side of spread. Spread is a... The sauce that comes, you know, on animal style. Ah, uh, we're so hot. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. All right, I'm gonna take my bite. Oh man, I love that we started eating on this thing. I know it's the best. But some people are like, dude, I only listen, and all I hear is you guys fucking smacking in my ear. <laughs> ASMR, motherfucker. Yeah, motherfucking bitch. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In and out toasted bread too. It's just a classic white bun bread. How delicious is that shit? I really don't understand the people that don't like it. Like I understand if you think like, oh, it's it's just a burger. That's right. fine. Okay. To say you hate it doesn't make any sense to me. Or like, okay, so look, for example, so some people that would argue you have like that we're biased out here. Okay, like, okay, you look, I can kind of see that. Yeah, we're biased because we grew up on this shit. But M to the people that say, Y'all gotta modify the shit so much to make it good. Here's the thing though. Chia. When I first took her to In-N-Out, she got a regular cheeseburger. Didn't modify shit. She was like, mm, yes, from the beginning. Mm-hmm. She loves In-N-Out. But that's so fucking funny when, because there's a lot of people who are Whataburger fans, right? Mm. And they compare Whataburger to In-N-Out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you can't compare them because it's different. Mm-hmm. I think you could, they're just different. Like Whataburger, because like I ate Whataburger, right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, Whataburger's very what the fuck ever. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, oh, but did you get this? See, you're doing the same shit. You're doing it's the same shit. Exact same shit. Because my Whataburger experience was also whatever. But I also, okay, to their credit, I was I was at South by Southwest and my shit was kind of cold, you know, so I couldn't really enjoy it. 
But then, like, people will tell you, make sure you get it with the brick toast. Make sure you get it with this and this and that. So we doing the same shit, like you mm-hmm. said. Look, man, your 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 faves are definitely influenced by where you grew up, mm-hmm. how you grew up. But and I'm not saying I wouldn't eat a Whataburger, mm-hmm. right? But Whataburger isn't definitely not grilling everything on you know fresh and cutting all the potatoes fresh. Damn. So you know I'm saying it's different. And mm-hmm. then when you compare Shake Shack to In and Out. Shake Shack is also just different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They pay a premium price. They have like a specific farm they get their tomatoes from. They have these Martin potato rolls. I love Shake Shack. It's fucking hella good. Uh-huh. However, Shake Shack is also three times more expensive than In-N-Out. Mm-hmm. You know? You can appreciate, you can love and appreciate both. Don't eat that whole thing because I got a burger for you as okay, well. Okay, 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 okay. Tommy's Triple Chili Cheeseburger. Let's get it. And I also have a chili tamale. What? I didn't even know they had a chili tamale, and I just ordered it just so we could try it. Ooh, them chopped chilies are hitting kind of hard today. Okay. Are these fresh out the out the fucking jar or what? I, this shit hit me hard, dude. Ooh. My mouth is on fire right now. They used to be just kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. This thing's hitting hard. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow, this is a whole-ass mukbang right now. I'm telling you right now, I'm so happy. I've been dieting, <laughs> and this is going to be my one meal of the day. Really? And this is a very happy moment. Okay. Now I'll do the same thing. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. What do we oh. have here? You said you got me a triple chili cheeseburger? Mm-hmm. You crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, this is how I like my chili cheeseburger to look, man. Greasy, sloppy. Do you like sloppy joes? I love sloppy joes. I fucking love sloppy joes. I love them. Sloppy joes. Slop, sloppy joes. That's from an old SNL skit. Oh, I was like... <laughs> That's a pretty good jingle. <laughs> slap, 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 slap. <laughs> Them sloppy <laughs> Joes. <All right. laughs> okay. Cheers. Cheers, my friend. Look, man. I love chili. I love a chili burger. Um, And that is a chili burger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I like anything where... The shit on top makes the bread soggy. You feel me? You got some soggy chili, soggy bread, the cheese melted on top of that meat. Mm-hmm. Fire. Tell you this, though, in all honesty, I like the In-N-Out Burger better. Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> In-N-Out Burger's just seasoned perfectly. Oh. I really, uh, I would defend In-N-Out just like I would defend Taco Bell to the day I die. Hey, who's talking shit about a Chalupa right now? Dog, everybody talks shit about Taco Bell. It's crazy. Like, literally, my whole life on Twitter for, like, I don't know, I've been on Twitter for probably, like, 10 years. There's, like, a, a tweet from me every year defending Taco Bell. Because every time I'll tweet, like, oh, man, in the mood for Taco Bell, or I want to try this new thing from Taco Bell, someone's always like, yeah, enjoy that diarrhea. Enjoy that chorro later. I'm like, y'all got... Some bitch ass, weak ass, mark ass, buster ass stomachs. <laughs> if you can't handle some ground beef, a tortilla, lettuce, and tomato and cheese, that's literally all it is. Yeah. I've, first of all, chalupa is one of the best fast food things ever. <laughs> that's a deep fried fucking like flour taco shell. Mm-hmm. That's just hella good, dude. Mm-hmm. My parents love chalupas. They fucking love it. Really? <laughs> it's like one of their favorite things. Do, do your mom ordering a chalupa right now from Taco Bell? Excuse me, uh. Yeah, Inguga. <laughs> she tells me to order it. <laughs> yeah, man. I've always loved Taco Bell. Um, my shit used to be this shredded chicken burrito, which was like kind of like a secret on the menu. Not a lot of people knew about that, but the people that do, did know about it were like, yes. Um, and so Taco Bell, they really fuck with me after all my years of like having their back, you know? Mm-hmm. So they'll send me shit. They'll invite me to little Taco Bell events. Um, they have a a Thanksgiving they do every year, a Taco Bell Friendsgiving, where they repurpose their ingredients and have like a Thanksgiving feast for like mm. 20, 20 to 30 influencers and different like food people and whatever, right? And um, it's it's dope. It's shit like, it'll be like, they'll take the the sauce flavors like fire and diablo or whatever they made like a butter out of it for the rolls Ooh. yeah um they'll do like uh 
you know, they'll take like their Baja sauce and make like a sauce for like, and it won't be just like ground chicken. It'll be like uh, an actual fucking chicken. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like a grilled chicken with Baja sauce. Um, and like, they'll take, they'll, like the uh, the only soda I really drink nowadays is, is Taco Bell uh, Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Baja Blast is a shit. You can't, can you buy that in store? You can buy it now. Oh, okay. And they'll have like Baja Blast margaritas. And Ooh. they, yeah, dog, they do all their, they take, they take all their menu flavors and reflip it to make like a lit kind of bougie dinner. It's so fun. I never get invited to these things. <laughs> I just, McDonald's still chooses to ignore me. <laughs> I really think they got annoyed of me because there was a certain point for like a whole year. Mm. Every post on McDonald's, they'll say, sponsor David So, sponsor David So, sponsor David So. Because mm. I would talk about them so much. Mm. They never reached out to me. Wow. And I still say good things about them, pieces of shit. I love you. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm loving it. Well, we're going to take a break and you guys can go get some McDonald's right now. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. McDonald's uh, sponsor this man. You never had a one McDonald's brand deal? Nope. Damn. Y'all motherfuckers over here treating me like an ugly stepchild. <laughs> do you do brand deals? I do, but I'm very selective. So it's like, which I honestly shouldn't be because I I don't know, man. I hate work. <laughs> I think that's your issue. <laughs> yeah. Because I am not selective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At all. Yeah. Like, as long as that shit isn't going against my morals, I will literally plug anything. And I think, and I'm so vocal about that. You will you will scroll through my feed and see my brand deals, and I'm at, and you know and I'm like I'm on Twitter like yo, where my brand deals at? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I literally one time tweeted out my demographics and I was like, here's my demographics. You guys, let me know if you want me to sell some shit. Wow. See, I don't know. I also think it's because I'm a lazy fuck, <laughs> so that requires work. Mm. I'm just like ah. Uh. And I guarantee, let me tell you guys something. If you guys start seeing me doing like five YouTube videos a day and doing brand deals, just know that somehow I end up really poor. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Dave's doing brand deals. It's like, that means I'm at zero dollars. <laughs> like, I've literally gone broke as shit. Oh, yeah, boy. And here's the thing. I, I, if, especially if it's a company that lets me have fun with it, Jack in the Box, whenever they respond to me, they would be like, do whatever you want. And I would do the dumbest shit for them. And they were always down, which I loved. Um, recently I did something for Old Spice the fucking one of the dumbest things I've ever done did you see the one where um, yes <laughs> that's whole, I was like how'd you get this approved oh they did not care I was like hey guys I want to do because you know remember the Old Spice commercials were so silly mm-hmm. right 
So I had one. I had this idea. If y'all didn't, see, if y'all don't follow me on Instagram, follow us both on Instagram. Tim Chantharansu, David Soul Comedy. Um, I did this brand deal for. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'm washing my hair. I'm trying to use my Old Spice shampoo, and then because the whole, the whole. Um, like base of the campaign was that this product is so good that your your girl wants to use it too, you know. Mm-hmm. Even the old spice is known for to be for men, right? So I have this. I did this little stupid Instagram reel where I'm washing my hair with my old spice shampoo. Chia takes the shampoo and replaces it with Veda, my child, my one year old baby. And then I trying to wash my hair. I grab the baby and I put the baby on my head instead of the shampoo. And I'm like, this isn't shampoo. This is a baby. <laughs> and, <laughs> and because I did it so corny, it was hilarious, right? Mm-hmm. But the beauty of doing brand deals now is that the kids aren't dumb anymore. They know that you need to get paid. You need to get your money. So like, even when I do something that is obviously that something I don't use, all the kids are like, yeah, Tim, get your check, get that bag, blah, blah, blah. Because as opposed to back in the day, sell out. Oh, you were saying, oh, dude, I can't believe you sold out like this. Come on, what man. Is, see, okay, let's talk about that shit. Because please, what does that mean? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like somebody has to explain to me the concept of being a sellout when you built a brand yourself, so you can get money. And by the way, the content is free, so somebody has to get paid, dude. Kids, the kids for a time they did not know what sellout means. I, I feel yeah, whenever you got a check, they go sellout. Yeah. I'm sorry. Should I be sucking dick right now on the side of a corner just so I could continue to make these videos? When I grew up, a sellout was somebody who, if like a rock band fucking cut their hair and started wearing suits to get a record deal, that was yes. selling out. That was something you were against. Something you were not about from the beginning, and now you're doing that for the check. If I'm eating a McDonald's burger and telling you it's delicious for a check, when I already like McDonald's and think it's delicious, that is not selling out. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, dude. And if I'm all about mental health, (laughs) and I'm talking about better help, Mm -hmm. does that make us a sellout? No, sir. Because better help. Have you had something been keeping you from your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Do you have trouble sleeping? Go to bluechew.com. No. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> I even um there was one, and now I think it's it's actually even funny because for No Chaser podcast, there was some watch company um that was uh sponsoring us. And I was like, and a part of the ad read was like, you know, you guys know I love diving. <laughs> And I didn't change it at all. I was like, I'm going to read this because it's funny. First of all, this man can't swim. (laughs) That is the most hilarious thing I've ever heard in my life. I can swim from A to B. I just can't tread. That's hilarious. But but anybody that follows me long enough, they know I don't fuck with swimming like that. I'm kind of afraid of deep water. So I was like like, me doing a fucking ad for a roller coaster. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Like, you guys know me. I love roller coasters. (laughs) I'm literally in the ad like, y'all know I love deep sea diving. (laughs) That's why this watch right here is perfect. (laughs) Listen, this man will take anything. I mean, I should too, but I just, I don't know. I'll, I'll stop being lazy. I mean, you know what? Once, once that, once you actually buy that house, bro, you're gonna be like, "Hey, brand new galore." Mm-hmm. I know. That's why, if you guys don't know, I'm opening up my own store in Hawaii right now, in Oahu. Mm-hmm. So that's coming up. We just started that build. Um, if you guys know, I actually own a, uh, I'm a an investor into this uh, matcha franchise called Junbi. We've been doing it for about five years. And me and my buddy Joe, our buddy Joe, we're opening our own store in Hawaii, and it's being built right now. Congrats! Yeah, so I don't have to take no brand deals. I am the brand deal. Hell yeah, not me, bro. I'm, I'm I haven't been invested in shit yet, so I'm doing all the brand deals, homie. Also, make sure you go to goodybrand.com, get you a tongue scraper today. <laughs> hey, so the other day. We went to something called a Renaissance Fair. Oh, my God. If you guys don't know what the fucking Renaissance Fair is, which because I had no idea either. I've only heard about Renaissance Fairs, right? Mm -hmm. Number one, I had no idea how big of a deal it was. Number two, had no idea how many people come out to the Renaissance Fair. Mm -hmm. And it's been gone for about two years, and we decided to go to the biggest one ever. This is like the shit, apparently. I had no idea. And we've never felt so fucking out of place in our lives. Man, let me tell you. Okay, so- 
when when we're looking, so obviously, if you guys watch When Foodie Calls, you know the whole theme is that we've been going to different theme parks, right? Trying the food, getting on rides. So I'm thinking of like fun shit for us to go to. One day randomly, I was like, "Yo, we should go to a Renaissance fair." David's hype. I'm like, "Yes, I'm hyped as well." So I start googling, and there's one like not too far away. So finally, I looked up when it was coming back, and I'm like, "All right, let's go to this one. I buy some tickets." I'm like, "Cool, they have a spot to rent outfits. Let's rent some outfits. Let's go all out, right?" When I pulled up to the parking for this shit, I was flabbergasted by the amount of cars. I had no idea this shit was going to be on the scale that it was. Huge. It was crazy. So I'm like, so so um, John and Andrew, our sound guy, uh, uh, they're, la- they're late, right? David's late. Everyone's kind of j- trying to figure out where it is. So I'm there for like a good half hour before everybody. And um, so I'm like just kind of watching people come in and I'm like kind of like hearing them talk. And I texted them. I'm like, yo, not going to lie. I'm a little intimidated by the nerd energy. The nerd yes. energy is overwhelming me right now. I feel like they're judging me for not being nerdy enough. <laughs> Here's the crazy shit, right? And by the way, when I say nerd, this is not an insult. This is just a category, mm-hmm. right? Because I consider myself a nerd too. I am not, apparently. I had no idea. Tim said I was appropriating nerd culture. <laughs> yeah, this fool's been calling himself a nerd his whole life. And he just because he liked the little anime. Yeah, I'm not. I had no fucking idea. And so there was a point to where we were chilling, and there was a guy on his cell phone, and he was talking like a 1950s nerd from a movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're real. You exist. He was like, hey, hey, guys. Let's get away with a way to live. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, bro. I wanted to come up to him. Like, are you doing a voice or is that your actual voice? But then you go inside and they're all talking like that. Yes. And when they're not doing um, old Victorian accents. Huzzah! Huzzah! Good morrow to you, sir. Yeah. It was crazy. You know, and, and like he said, we're not saying nerd as a burn. It was just kind of like, it was kind of beautiful mm. to see them, you know, see what we would call stereotypically a nerd, right? From high school, right? Yeah. In their element, free of judgment. Doing whatever the fuck they want. Wearing the whatever fuck they want. Mm-hmm. And like living their best lives. And I was kind of like, damn, they're looking at me and they know I'm not about this life. Yeah. So are they like judging me right now? Do they think I'm here to judge them? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They called us pussies when we walked in. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, pussies? What are you, not a virgin? Yuck. <laughs> yeah, look at you smell like puss. <laughs> I thought they were going to bully me. I was like, listen, don't bully. I'm, I'm a halfway you guys. Don't do this to me. They're very, very nice. Yeah, it was great. It was a great time. We went in there and, um, you know, we got our little our little Renaissance outfits. Um, well, our, our Renaissance outfits kind of looked more like a colonial outfits. I know. I, I, I honestly just look like George Washington. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the greatest thing about this shit definitely has to be the women who are pretending to be whores. Hilarious, so fucking funny. Um, it was it was pretty sweet, and I was kind of looking forward to this. Um, leading up to it, I'm like, I hope they're all wearing the fucking corsets with the titties popping out the top. And they were, and it was everybody, sixty year old women, fifty year old. Yo, there was this. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> older white lady, as we were walking out, a very very bosomy, pillowy, older white woman who was at some booth. And I looked over. I said, oh, my God. Damn shits is crazy. Because what it does, the corset cinches your body and mm-hmm. then it uplifts the bosom. And then I just couldn't stop. And you know what the thing is? Like, they're in character. Right. So, like, for example, there was a, girl, a very, very pretty lady. But she had her thing up and the thing thing. And then we got these scotch eggs. And then she did the funniest fucking lines, but it gave me a boner. And she goes, my lord, would you like me to sauce your balls? <laughs> and then I walked around with an erection for the rest of the day. Yes, yes. She got me. And then someone, and then I, and then I was getting a drink. And the bartender, who was also in a corset with her titties out, was saying, she said something like, ah, what did she say? She's like, okay, um... Go ahead. Oh no, no, no. That's right. She put a can on. She put the can on the on the counter because she, I guess, like because of COVID, she has to place it there, and we grab it. She was like, "Okay, go ahead, grab them, grab them." And she put a little tits out, and then <sighs> I also got a boner. So now we're walking around with boners, and people were like, "Are you gentlemen going to joust?" <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't say that. We were telling everybody we had syphilis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody has syphilis back then. Back in the day, it was all syphilis crazy. Some inappropriate jokes, but very appropriate at the same time oh man what a, what a time it was so interesting because like 
I think the thing that kind of like took me aback was like how much they stayed in character. Mm. There were people there that I, I, I was asking afterwards, like, yeah, because some, some folks, you know, saw us and they DM'd us because, you know, a few people didn't approach us. But there was these people who were walking around going like, huzzah, blah, 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 blah. Mm. I thought they worked there. They didn't. Oh, yeah. People were just having they, a good time. That was just them. Mm-hmm. They were just walking around pretending to be like the town drunkards, <laughs> but they weren't employees. That mm-hmm. was just the character that they were in for the whole day. I mean, even, you know, we, we tried to stay in character for most of the episode, but when we're, when we're just talking, we're just talking. But there were people that were just, when they were talking, they were staying in character. It's really a, f- I had no idea how expensive the costumes are too. Oh yeah, bro. Dude, remember uh, the dude, he said the cape was 200 bucks, just a cape. Mm-hmm. Just a cape alone. And I looked at some of the stuff that they were selling. It was um, not a peasant outfit, but it was like some kind of royalty outfit. That shit yeah. was like $1,000. I guess if you are about that life. You've never been in medieval times? I've never been. The, I, I love sword shit, dude. Oh, I love anybody <laughs> who gets their head chopped off for speaking out of turn. <laughs> Dog, Medieval Times, you would love it, bro, because there's actual sword fights, there's knights. So let me tell you about Medieval Times. If, if you've never been here, this is the experience, okay? You go, you sit in a certain section, you don't know which section you're gonna sit in. Mm-hmm. And then they'll tell you, you are in the black and white knights section, or you're in the yellow and red knights section. And there's like there's like eight knights that start off, and you don't know who's gonna win. It could be your knight, it could be other knight. So you gotta cheer for your knight. The knights will come to your section. They fucking, you know, say hello. You cheer. You throw roses or whatever. And then they'll fucking joust. And they go through and they ride the horses and they do different tournaments. And then slowly throughout the day, um, throughout the show, a knight gets eliminated. And then at the end, they like, they fight literally sword to sword combat. They're fighting. And, um, and then they serve you food. That's like medieval shit. It's like tomato soup out of like a wood bowl. Ooh. You fucking pick up your chicken and like bite it like rah, with your hands. It's so fucking fun, dog. Let me ask you this. Yeah. You are in medieval times, right? Yes. And then the wenches come and give you hand jobs under the table. This is what I enjoy. <laughs> now, you are captured uh-huh. by the king. Is this my fucking phone? You shut the fuck up. You are captured by the king. Mm-hmm. Rick is captured by the king. Both of you must fight to the death. Oh. Could you kill Rick? If I had to, I could kill Rick. Oh, wow. That was fast. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode of Dudes Behind oh, the Oh, you mean would I kill Rick? Yeah, so you guys have, one of you has to die. I thought you were asking, could I physically defeat Rick in a battle? No, I mean, this is to the death. And then you, they up the gate and then you see Rick standing there and then Rick looks at you. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, 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 was, con- I was confused if you were saying, would you actually kill your friend and could you physically beat your friend in a battle? No, I mean like you yeah. are in this situation, both of you are captive, the gate raises up and you're ready to fight and then you see Rick and he goes, Tim? <laughs> and then you go, Rick? And I go, I'm the Lord. Fight to the death. Well, then my mind goes two ways, right? My mind goes... Is this a test to see if we would kill each other? And then at the end, if we drop our swords, they're like, you gentlemen are noble. We will keep you for the army or whatever. Or... No, you guys have to die. <laughs> or is it all for show? And if if I kill... If I don't... If we don't kill each other, are they just going to kill us? Then it's like, well, we got to kill each other, right? Um, so I think... Oh, yeah, that's the thing. If no, nobody fights, you both die. Ah... <sighs> Would I be able to murder Rick to stay alive? Or would you squid game it? Shit. I think I'd I'd have to murder Rick. <laughs> I, I mean, would, I'd I have to. I would have Rick on. <laughs> well, guess what? Rick is right behind. <laughs> Rick goes in. Rick, no! Take Rick, a break! And then it's going to cut to Rick going, I would just kill myself so you could live. <laughs> He just said it so fast. And I'm like, so we're in the same boat here. (laughs) You you have to die. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, you got to remember this answer is is different now because I have a child. Oh, that's right. So, of course, I would kill my child so that me and Rick could not. (laughs) Okay, let's take a break. When I was in college, I was 
at a class with a guy that was a knight in medieval times. And here's the craziest shit. They don't just hire you on as a knight. You actually have to be a squire and a fucking... Oh! Yeah, you have to, like, work your way up through the ranks. So they hire you as a fucking... Stable boy. A stable boy, taking care of the other knight's horses, and then you gradually work your way up to become a knight. What the fuck? That's kind of hardcore, though. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? So am I cleaning the poopy today, my lord? He's like, your British accent was rubbish. You get to eat the poopy. We were fucking up that accent so bad on that episode. Yeah. Just, I didn't know what to choose. Hello, my lord, bruv. <laughs> it went to like four different types of British accents. I definitely switched up between a like, oh, you little blah, 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 to, I don't know what I'm going to do today. This <laughs> <laughs> went straight to Australian accent. I'm yeah. like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Let me tell you this. I will say this, though. Mm-hmm. I do want to go again next year, mm-hmm. and I want to out-nerd these motherfuckers. Damn, like that? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to come in and it's like, oh, you thought you out-nerded me last year? Okay. Guess what? $5,000 on this outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you fucking fucks. I want to go, and I'm, I'm just going to be doing this all day. No, nah, it's not funny. I've got school. I got school. I got school. Nah, nah, not funny. I got school. I got school. I um, you know, I'm going. Speaking of outfits, uh, someone hit me up to go to like the the premiere of Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah, the new Doctor Strange movie, right? And so, like, uh, they hit me with an invite. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, that's dope. But it's like the actual, like, it's like the premiere. But I hate. I have this thing where I don't like going to premiere. I don't want to dress up for a premiere for a movie that I'm not in, okay? Mm. And especially when there's like a thing where they'll invite influencers to go to the premiere and post about the movie and shit. I'm like, that's that's dope. But I, a part of me doesn't want to be just an influencer invited to go. I want to go to the premiere because I'm a part of this shit, okay? Yes, yes, yes. I see what so you're saying. So I never like to dress up for premieres. Um until, but then, like, when they invited me for this shit, I was like, how funny would it be if I just went in, like, a Spider-Man outfit? Because I have a Spider-Man outfit and, like, a blazer. And then that was, like, my red carpet outfit. That would be <laughs> hilarious, dude. I think so. Well, I used to, when we, whenever there was, like, red because you know me, I don't like formal shit. Yeah. I fucking hate it. I don't like award shows. I don't like any of that stuff. <laughs> right. So I, I have, like, a, a series of collections of just me going to award shows in basketball shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> and then eventually people were just like, you have to dress up. I was yeah. like, there's no have to. Mm-hmm. Why do I have to? It doesn't make any fucking sense. I, can sh- I just show up however the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. I'm not being disrespectful. It's just we're going to be sitting on our ass for fucking three hours. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be... I want to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so I just started dressing casually because I didn't want to be in a suit for fucking like four or five hours. Yeah, man. I just think it's silly when someone, especially when like, look, we're not in this shit. Yes, I'm not in there. I'm just there to pay respects. When some of these, <laughs> some of these people, bro, when some of these influencers like fucking wear a suit and a gown <laughs> to go <laughs> to the red carpet and no one gives a shit about you. Yeah. And you go so you can sit, post your tweet. It's like, uh, that's so lame to yeah. me. You're a nerd. <laughs> That's nerd shit in the derogatory way. I uh, I was gonna take this for David. I wanted us to go to this gala together because uh, you know, I got invited to this gala and um, I thought he would have been invited, but he wasn't. But anyways, that's not important. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's a little backstory to this though. I've been invited every year to this gala, and I've said no every year. And this was a year I didn't get invited. <laughs> oh. Well, I, I learned I learned that this is a different one. Oh, it's different. Yeah, okay. but so that's why I thought you would be invited. Oh, okay, okay. So, um. And I was like, so in my head, I'm like, how lit would it be if we got these dumb and dumber tuxedos, but we got them form fitted, like, you know, like real, like suited, like real suits, but we were wearing the fucking um, orange and baby blue tuxes from Dumb and Dumber. That would have been such a vibe, you know? See, that makes going to the gala fun for me now. Right, right, right. right? Because now it's just not us just showing up for no reason. It's like, yo, this is going to be dope. Yeah, man. I just, I don't like... The whole vibe and the whole, like, taking yourself too seriously, mm-hmm. especially when you're not part of it. You know, it just feels just silly. There. Yeah, it feels yeah. dumb to me. I just want to show up and then just, you know, mingle and then see what's up. Yeah. But the idea that the formality stuff is what bothers me, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, also, too, I don't like it when people ostracize other people for not fitting into the way that they want to, mm-hmm. right? Because the idea of it is just like, oh, this is a special event. You need to dress special. It's not special to me, mm-hmm. right? I just yeah. want to go there and then support the people I want to support. 
I'm not saying that I have to show up in a basketball short and a t-shirt. I just did that because they irritated me. They yeah, pissed yeah, me yeah. off. I was just going to dress up like clean, normal. But mm. they're like, no, it's a tuxedo affair. Why? Yeah, for what? For what purpose am I going to spend, I don't know, like $1,000 on a tuxedo to come through here? Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that shit. Unless I'm getting the award. Mm-hmm. Right? Because tuxedos, they ain't cheap. For a nice one anyways. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing that for nobody. Not even for my own wedding. When you do the wedding ceremony, are you going to like wear a tux? Or oh, you just said no. What are you going to do for your... What, how, what's the vibe Oh, so be? I'm going to go to Korea soon. Mm-hmm. And over there, we're going to get our Korean traditional wedding photos done. So mm. I'm going to be in the whole... I'm going to look like a Star Wars character. You know, <laughs> the whole the whole Korean get-up thing. So that's how we're going to do our wedding photos. Fun. Yeah, and then we're going to have a big reception, which so we're how, planning. How do you find uh, a Jabba the Hutt costume in Korea, though? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 uh, you just go to one of these, like... <laughs> They have it all out there. So they'll dress you up in everything that you want, mm. and then they have a photographer, and you just pay the fee, and then you walk away with an album. And Meryl's going to do the Princess Leia gold bikini. Yes, and <laughs> I'm just going to be walking around butt naked with a chain on her. <laughs> and I'll get kicked out of Korea so fast. Oh, my God. I'm only worried about going to Korea because there's a lot of relatives, uh, and I just don't want to see them. I feel you. Oh, I only want to see a couple. Other than that, I don't know who the fuck you guys are. Like, I know. I, you weren't around for me when I was a kid just because you want to see me? It's my vacation. Well, they couldn't help it, dude. You're, you're in, they're in Korea. No, I hate here. them. <laughs> you stupid bastards. My mom's pretty savage, though, because she said to me, I, I told her, I was like, hey, I'm going to go to Korea. You know, who do I have to see? Do I need their contacts? Am I going to go meet them up? She goes, they don't call me. They're fucking dead to me. <laughs> she goes, you don't have to see anybody. Hell yeah. Yeah, so I was like, oh. I like that. Oh, okay, so you don't have to worry about inviting all these fucking old Korean people you've never seen before. No, and I personally, I had this thing about, well, I've always been like this since I was a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And my mom knows this about me. I don't really care about doing stuff to appease other people just for, um, just to make them feel better, mm. right? As long as I'm not being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So the idea that, you know, with the wedding stuff and my, you know, my mom knows that she was like, oh, I want to invite these people. I was like, oh, that's not happening. <laughs> I don't care. I don't know these people. Yeah. Right. But the good thing is because my parents aren't a part of a big church anymore. Mm. None of that exists. Mm. So I don't. It's my fucking wedding. Right. It's my reception. I want to invite who the fuck I want to invite. If they're not there, guess what? Your friends, 15 years, they might be dead. So mm-hmm. they'll be fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't worry about because I have to pay for it. I have to pay for the food. Mm-hmm. And then also, too, you're just going to come just to say I came to the wedding and then eat the food and bounce. Yeah. You're not really there to congratulate me. Yeah. You don't even know me. They're not going to come up to you and say congrats for what? For fucking what? I, it was a low-key struggle at first for my wedding because, you know, people don't realize. And I've talked about this before. I don't know if we talked about this on this podcast. But when you're when you're having a wedding, you think a number like 200 is a lot of guests. And then you realize, okay, half of the guests are your wife's. So then you have 100 guests. And then everybody wants a plus one, so that's 50 guests. Uh And then you have people, you know, you might have a cousin with a family, uh, a wife, a couple older kids. That's four guests for one one person. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So really when I started to break it down, I was really inviting like 20 to 30 homies, you know? And then I told my dad, I'm like, okay, so check this out. Out of my list... Me and Shia, we've decided you guys get to invite like 20 people, 20 of your friends. My dad was like, what? Oh, for real? How, like that. How do you, that's it? How do you expect us to choose between 20 friends? I'm like, exactly, <laughs> dude. And then it was a, it was weird. It was a little, it was, um, you know, a problem for a second. And then I was, we, but then we talked. I'm like, Dad, this is my wedding. These are my friends. And then he was like, okay, me and your mom talked. And don't invite any of our friends. He was like, we're going to have a separate wedding for our friends. Mm. And I was like, well, that's perfect. That makes more sense. So really, as far as family, for my main wedding at my parents, a couple of my cousins, that, the, my few cousins that are out here, I have like three cousins out here. And then a couple aunties and uncles from Thailand were there. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else was my people's, which was such a good time, right? Hell yeah. And then my parents, my parents, um, they were like, okay, we're going to throw a Thai wedding for you. It was great. My mom cooked a shitload of food. Um, it was, we did the traditional Thai shit, wore the outfits. I know, that shit was actually pretty fucking dope. Oh, Chia's Thai outfit was 
beautiful. It was crazy. Like here's, it was uncomfortable for her. And we initially discussed like her changing into a, a outfit for the um, reception. She was like, mm, no, I'll keep it on because she knew that shit looked tight. Good. Right? Yeah, yeah. So we, so we did that, and we did the whole traditional Thai thing, the traditional Thai ceremony, and um, nothing but old Thai people. And my dad, he's like, oh, just wait. You're going to love uh, when Thai people go to a wedding. They really donate a lot of money. You're going to get so much money, right? They ended up donating like fucking like 11 racks out of Jesus. all of my Thai dad's friends. We ended up getting $11,000 in envelopes of and money and checks and shit. And then... And then, like, oh, in the next couple of days, my dad's like, so the venue for your wedding was around 10000 I'm like, oh. oh, oh, okay. Oh, I paid for this. Yeah. I was like, I get it. So it's a wash. Yeah. Okay, cool, 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 so cool. I walked with $12. <laughs> that is amazing. I'm like, At least, okay, well, cool. I'm glad you guys had fun. Yeah, so it was a free party. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that works out. The funniest thing is I, I, I was talking to my older cousin recently, and our, my family's a little weird. So my, my older cousin uh, left the family mm. early on because you know our family was really dramatic we had a lot of drama and shit like that so mm. he was just sick of it so he became independent super early on and he left okay so i hadn't seen this dude since man since i was like maybe like nine years old and then out of nowhere i think i was 18 mm-hmm. he goes <laughs> hey and i'm and i pick up the phone i'm like who's this he goes it's me your older cousin i'm like okay yeah what the fuck he goes I want you to be one of my groomsmen at my wedding. What? I remember what I said to him. I went, who is this? (laughs) He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, who are you? (laughs) I haven't talked to you in 10 years. Like, what do you mean be your groomsman? Yeah. And I just ended up being his groomsman. And the funniest thing about this fucking (laughs) wedding is that I always talk about my uncle being really crazy. And he always does stupid shit. So he... (laughs) So my cousin's getting the, the reception is the, the reception is after the wedding mm-hmm. and it's at the, the venue that he booked out and then everybody's giving a speech and then my uncle decides to grab the mic and he wants to give a speech. We already know this is a bad idea. <laughs> Off the jump, he or he just gets to say one sentence and my cousin grabs the mic away. <laughs> they go, Oh, everybody's dead silent. My uncle grabs the mic, he goes, Man, I thought you was a gay. <laughs> He grabs the mic from him. He goes, you're done. Sit down. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, guy? Hilarious. I thought he was a gay. I also love how drunk Korean uncle <laughs> sounds like Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I thought you was a gay, yeah. sir. No, that's how he talks, though. <laughs> I thought you was a gay. Always used to say that shit. Hey, hey, you, you was a gay boy? <laughs> all, all the time. He would say some of the most ridiculous shit. What's a what's a Korean what's a Korean word for like a, a gay boy? I actually don't know. I'll tell you the Thai word. What? <laughs> the, the like the the jokey Thai word for like like a gay boy is tut. <laughs> That's hella cute. Tut. That's hella cute. Say, hey tut. Hey tut. You fucking <laughs> look at this whole acting all tut. <laughs> That's hella cute. Isn't that adorable? Hey tut. <laughs> Or they're like, if you ask me, if like, is that guy, is it, is it gay? I'm like, hey, tutlaba. Pen, pen, pen tutlaba. That's fucking tight, dude. Are, are like gay people con- like pretty accepted in Thailand? Um, I think, I mean, yeah, because Thailand, you know, it's such a, a big, like, I feel like the trans community is so, has always been such a big part of the community mm-hmm, out there. Mm-hmm. Um, So I think... It's it's not it's not it's never a situation where well I'm talking about it like I know I didn't I didn't grow up I don't know how the the society is out there necessarily when it comes to like the gay community um, I do know like uh, like we've said before beautiful transgender women out there fucking thriving doing shows and shit um, but as far as like th- how they d- have to deal with their family is it a thing where they're afraid to come out I, I don't know. Um, I know there's a lot of gays. Uh, you know, my my family's always been cool with whoever like gay homies were around, like uh, like Thai gay people at the restaurant. It was never an issue of like, mm, uh, meh, get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how it is in Thailand. From my experience, seen a lot of gay people, seen a lot of trans women, and everyone's just chilling. <laughs> you know? So I've never, I never ever got to see a Thai lady boy because mm. they call them lady boys out there, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's not a derogatory thing. Right. I think that's what they're called, like lady boys. But like you said, I heard they're fucking beautiful as shit. Like it's, it's almost 
shocking, like how hot they are. I gotta show you this video. Oh, and this video would lead me to believe how accepted it is out there. Um, it's a Thai talent show, almost like a you know like America's Got Talent, but in Thailand situation. And there's a video of this woman who starts singing, beautiful voice, right? And then they're interviewing her, and she's like, "Well, my," she's like, "Hey, my blah 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 name is like I don't know Butterfly." And my other name is uh, Larry. What the fuck? And, and everyone's like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, and you would never know because like 100%, um, you just would think it's just like a woman singing a song. Did you ever see that? Uh, it's not a clip. It was a, it was a, it was a doctored clip, but there's been a lot of interviews of people talking about Michael Jackson's real voice. What? So uh, I forgot who this was, but it's a pretty popular producer. And there's a few other people who have said this similar story. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I came by this is because there was this Twitter clip of Michael Jackson going, <clears throat> hello, everybody. I mean, hello, everybody. Like that mm-hmm. kind of fixing his voice. But that was a doctored clip. Mm-hmm. But people were saying like, yeah, this is a fake clip, however. And they would link it to other producers and other people in the industry talking about how Michael would fake that voice. That, vo- that hey, everybody, mm. I just want to da-da-da-da-da was a fake voice. It was his persona that he would put out. Interesting. I mean, it's it's hard to say because, you know, I also know that Michael loved acting and he loved, like, voices and shit like that. So there was, um, there was a Halloween special that Michael did for one of his, like, more recent albums and he's portraying this character. It's like a fat white dude, but it's all Michael Jackson, right? And that guy's voice is like... You little blah blah blah, and you would never know it was Michael's voice in yeah. there. Um, so who knows which was his real voice? And, yeah, you know which was. So the... there was a guy that was a producer who was talking about it. He goes, "Yeah, Michael, we were we were chilling in the studio, and he was working on the song, you know, and for hours and hours just in there just doing his thing. And there was somebody else in the room. It was like another producer, and um, he left, mm-hmm. and I was still in the room. And then Michael just out of nowhere in his real, as he called, black man voice. That's what he said, right? He was like, he just like, man, I thought these motherfuckers would never. <laughs> He said he was like, "What? What really? was that?" He goes, "Man, these motherfuckers, man, they'll stay here forever. Like these motherfuckers will never leave." And he was shocked. And wow. he, the, the mic just got up and left. He's like, "What the fuck was that voice?" How interesting! I gotta show you this clip of Michael, like just like, like just checking out girls when he's on tour and shit like that. Have you ever seen this? Someone just no. put up a TikTok compilation. It's so funny. It was off of one of these like old documentaries, and there would be like a like a fan like like at the window of his car just like Michael Michael and he'd be like oh look at this one look at her titties <laughs> like she got some big ass titties <laughs> but, but he's still a man dude he's still a man <laughs> hey man oh before we before we close it out um so you know there's so many conspiracy conspiracy theories about Mike's death right mm-hmm. um i call him Mike uh, oh <laughs> i didn't know you were in a, such a first day basis excuse me <laughs> so a lot of people you know, uh, like you know, like like people thought Tupac faked his death to get away from the Illuminati or whatever, whatever, or you know, to hide from his enemies, and uh, that Mike faked his death to get away from like the paparazzi and just whatever, right? So there's this crazy footage, dog. Uh, back in like '80s, there's a burn victim who said he was like super close friends with Michael Jackson, okay? And then after Michael Jackson's death, this burn victim did an interview on Larry King. And people are like, this guy's voice is not the same from that talk show appearance. If you look at his eyes and if you listen to his voice and kind of watch his mannerisms, that's Michael Jackson in a burn, like makeup, doing an interview about himself. What? People think it's Michael Jackson dressed up as his old homie, this burn victim, and just doing interviews. <laughs> and they're what like, the look at the eyes, look at the mannerisms. They're like, that's fucking Michael Jackson. Dude, if that's real, that would be fucking crazy, it's crazy, dog. That is a really interesting conspiracy theory. I had no fucking idea. Yeah, there's a whole, there's like a whole, you can go do like a whole like wormhole of YouTube videos, but. Um, I'll, Tupac I'll, is still alive. I, I, I believe it too. Did you see that interview of that cop who said he saw a Tupac die in front of his eyes? Hmm. It's, it's not supposed to be funny, but it's hilarious. Like, Why? Because he goes, because Tupac is still Tupac as fuck, even when he's on the verge of death. Mm. There was a cop that was looking at him as he was. He said he saw his life fading out of his eyes, and he was asking him if he's okay. He's like, "Hey, are you like what's going on?" And he said Tupac looked at him and said, "Fuck you." No way! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Even on his on the verge of death, he fucking hated the cops. The verge of fake death. The verge of fake death. Amazing. Ride on our enemies.
Well, guys. My enemies. All right, y'all. Uh, cheers to you, David Sell. Let me this one. And whether we uh, die today or live forever, I just want you to know I love you and I cherish your friendship. I love you too. This guy slapped the shit out of me at the Renaissance Fair. <laughs> it just shocked the fuck out of me. I forgot I have heavy hands. That was hilarious though because I didn't expect it at all. <laughs> Make sure y'all watch When Foodie Calls on YouTube. Um, the Lunar New Year episode will drop. What's today? If we're recording this, this this episode dropped Monday. The Lunar episode just dropped. The Lunar New Year Disney episode just dropped a couple days ago. So make sure you check that out. Thank you for watching. I'm Tim Chantharangsu. And I'm David So. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Uh, rate the, us on five stars on wherever you listen to podcasts or watch this shit. Take care. Love you. Uh, don't drink and drive. Uh, wear a condom. Uh, don't wear condoms. Okay, bye. Yo, it's the dudes behind the food. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.